Welcome to the Willow Park Church Seasons Podcast. During our time together, I hope you can stop, reflect, and think on the goodness of God through the life of Christ leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Today is Monday, the 11th of April, the 41st day of Lent, and the second day of Holy Week. Today's reading comes from Mark, chapter 11, verse 12 to 23, when Jesus disrupts the temple. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. From some distance away, he saw a fig tree covered with leaves and hoped to find some fruit on it. But when he came up to it, he found nothing but leaves. It wasn't yet the season for figs. He addressed the tree directly. May no one ever eat fruit from you again, he said. And his disciples heard. They came into Jerusalem. Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out the traders. Those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of the dove sellers. He permitted no one to carry any vessel through the temple. He began to teach. Isn't this what's written, he said. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the world to share. But you made it a brigand's den. The chief priests and the legal experts heard and looked for a way to get rid of him. But they were afraid of him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went back out of the city. As they were returning early in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from its roots. Look, teacher, said Peter to Jesus, remembering what had happened before. The fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, replied Jesus. I'm telling you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, be off with you, get yourself thrown into the sea. If they have no doubt in their heart, but believe that what they say will happen, It will be done for them. On Palm Sunday, Jesus arrived in Jerusalem, but did not spend the night in the city. It was far too dangerous to stay in Jerusalem at night when the temple police could arrest him without fear of a riot. So in the evening, Jesus retreated to Bethany on the Mount of Olives and then returned to teach in the temple each morning. On Monday, Jesus enacted two pieces of prophetic theater that are highly significant. As he walked down the Mount of Olives from Bethany on his way to the temple, he stopped to look for fruit on a fig tree. This was a theatrical performance. Obviously, Jesus knew it wasn't the season for figs. Upon finding no fruit, he spoke to the fig tree, saying, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. Then he continued his journey to the temple, where he engaged in another fruit inspection. And failing to find the fruit of fidelity and justice, the fruit of the Hebrew prophets always called Israel to bear, 
Jesus staged an even more dramatic performance of prophetic theater. Jesus made a whip and drove out the sheep for the sacrifices, overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of the pigeon sellers, and shouted, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. Jesus is the climax of the Hebrew prophetic tradition. What is traditionally called the cleansing of the temple was not a cleansing at all, but a prophetic denunciation and a symbolic destruction of the temple. Six centuries earlier, the prophet Jeremiah had denounced the temple as a den of robbers, meaning that the people in Jerusalem were using the temple as a hideout, believing that it gave them exemption from divine judgment for their idolatry and injustice. Jeremiah then predicted that the temple would be destroyed by fire. It will burn and not be quenched. This prophecy came to pass about 20 years later in 587 BC, when Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed by the Babylonians. On Holy Monday, Jesus reenacted Jeremiah's prophetic protest, a symbolic act that the priests, scribes, and Levites would have easily interpreted. Just as Jeremiah had predicted the destruction of the first temple, now Jesus is predicting the destruction of the second temple. Like the fig tree, the temple was barren of the fruit that God sought, and it would never produce fruit again. Jesus' action of temporarily halting the temple sacrifices during the Passover week was highly provocative and extremely dangerous. It was only due to his popularity with the crowds of Passover pilgrims that Jesus wasn't arrested on Monday. Nevertheless, this action accelerated the plot among the chief priests to find a way to arrest Jesus in secret and have him put to death. More than anything else, it was his prophetic protest in the temple on Monday that sealed Jesus' fate. There's nothing hypocritical religion fears and hates more than bold prophetic action. This is religion at its worst. As we listen to this again, let's bear in mind the fruitless fig tree and the fruitless religion, how they go hand in hand, and how we can learn from them. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. From some distance away, he saw a fig tree covered with leaves and hoped to find some fruit on it. But when he came up to it, he found nothing but leaves. It wasn't yet the season for figs. He addressed the tree directly. May no one ever eat fruit from you again, he said. And his disciples heard. They came into Jerusalem. Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out the traders, those who bought and sold in the temple, and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of the dove sellers. He permitted no one to carry any vessel through the temple. He began to teach. Isn't this what's written, he said. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the world to share. But you made it a brigand's den. The chief priests and the legal experts heard and looked for a way to get rid of him. But they were afraid of him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went back out of the city. As they were returning early in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered 
from its roots. Teacher, said Peter to Jesus, remembering what had happened before, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, replied Jesus. I'm telling you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, be off with you, get yourself thrown into the sea, if they have no doubt in their heart, but believe that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. As we see the distaste that Jesus has for religion, let's ask God, what does that fruitless, tasteless religion look like? And how might we avoid it? And as we look to the weeks and months ahead of us, let's ask God to bear good fruit in us. How then can we be good fruit bearers in his name? How can we love those who are on the outsides and care for those who need caring for? Lord Jesus, you are the greatest of all the prophets. We ask that we may be given grace to hear and heed the prophetic word you would speak to us during these final days of Lent. Amen.